is the Wizard's Nightshirt Podcast, episode 84. Welcome to the Wizard's Nightshirt. This is episode number 84. I'm Rebecca, and here with me are apprentice to the royal archaeologist, Lil Will. It's, it's, I never get to do it. <laughs> That's right. You will someday. Gosh. Little buddy. <laughs> and apprentice to Ram Man, and boy does his head hurt. It's Scott. <laughs> No. Uh, hi. Boing. At the <laughs> Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing episodes 40 and 41 of He-Man, House of Shakoti, parts 1 and 2. The original air date... <laughs> were November 28th and 29th, 1983. And in this two-part story, Eternia's heroes, well, some of Eternia's heroes, <laughs> investigate a mysterious temple where they encounter an ancient sorceress named Shakoti. She is evil. That's what I heard. You shall know that when she has awakened the sleeping beast and spread darkness across Eternia. Why did we pick this one, Will? Uh, I think we picked this one because everybody says this one's good, and then Scott gave it a high score, and when we were going back and revisiting which lightning rounds to give the full review to, this was pretty high on the list. I think this, this is, was, I reviewed this one? Yeah, I remember you talking about it. Yeah. Which one? The second part? Or the <laughs> both of them. Both of them. No, I didn't do both yes, of them. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, I do, you did. I do not remember Mask. All right. Mask, I, he's pretty. I think you reviewed the first one. I reviewed the second yeah, one. Yeah, you're probably right because some of it looked familiar. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Scott did this one. Maybe I just remember what he Maybe I made a picture in my mind real well when he was talking. Every, Scott tells I good think stories. You, I think you split this one up just to see what would happen. Like, yeah. yeah, that sounds like something. Uh, yeah. All right, so Scott Just watched to see both we, of we, them. If we could put, yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes Will sense. Will did both of them. So, but this had like very memorable villains. They were really good. Yeah. So, yeah, this is this is one of the classic episodes. I think is why. Yeah, but they they thought it needed two parts for uh, crying out loud. <laughs> yes, for crying out loud. Criminy. Yes. Yeah, so this is a, a tale about unearthing uh, an unspeakable evil from a dank tomb. Uh-huh. Which reminds me, Scott, how's your basement coming? <laughs> Scott's been working on his basement. But Scott's not gonna finish his basement unless we remind him about his basement. Get to work. Get to work, get to work, get to work. Is, is, we want a basement be, update. Oh, yes. is, is there intro music or now? Yeah, or it's already like, happened. Oh, okay. It's yeah, already happened. It already happened. Do you want me to do you want me to get it out and play for you this so you can imagine it? No, no. I was just I was just curious if you were like you were like waiting. And no, so it's official. Like a, it's official, and there's no more delay tactics that can be used here. We so last time we told you that Scott is remodeling his basement. It's been going on for. 12 years? 12 years, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was three years, and it's pretty close finally. So we're yeah. keeping close tabs on how the project's going. Let, 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 let me just paraphrase that with the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the three-year thing. Uh-huh. It should not take anybody three years to do what I'm doing. And, uh, <laughs> yes, I'll just say that. If, if, if I would have set enough time aside and did enough research <laughs> and everything else, it would probably take about, I would say, about... Three months. I like how you've really internalized <laughs> how your feelings about this process. Like you, you're really being just honest with yourself. Just, and well, just because like I've, I've I've done things and I've ripped things down and then put things back up because I, like uh, I I will I'll come back to it like later on and mm-hmm. I'll research how to do certain yeah. things or whatever. And I'm like I shouldn't have done it that way. I should have done it this way. 
So then I go That's back how and come do it our that TV way. is drilled into the exterior <laughs> of our house. Yes. Drill <laughs> right I into the brick. Good. I did good. <laughs> uh, so last time we talked about your basement, I believe you told us that you needed to fix the crown molding. Yeah. So, uh, what so was what's it last, happened? last Sunday? Was it last Sunday? Was this before? I forget. No. It was one week ago. It was one Two week weeks ago. ago. Two, Two weeks, weeks ago. ago. So last week, I, I decided that Sunday, I was just going to spend, you know, a lot of time doing that. So I ended up starting with some other things, doing some other uh, trim work and stuff like that. And I, I was really happy with that. Rebecca, so far, like, it sound like this crown molding got done. And then, and, then, <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I have a lot of time to spend on the crown molding. So I like, I watch some videos, Sounds try like to we're figure not it out. Crown molding done. No, I did not. <laughs> I ripped it down uh-huh. and I was trying to fix the way that it was angled. Mm-hmm. And I kept, so with crown molding, you have to like flip it and reverse it and then keep keep it at the right angle. Uh-huh. Oh, I get it. Now, do you think... Now, do you feel very confident you're on the right track, or was there at any point you screwed it up and you were like, "Well, I, <laughs> uh, this is the worst thing is that I bought I bought two I bought some crown molding to sample like a long time ago, uh-huh. and for some reason it got mixed in with my other crown molding. Mm-hmm. So like for about a good hour, I was trying to match. Oh no! The the wrong side. It was off by about a half an inch. And I was trying to match the wrong size crown molding to, to the. After that, I was so mad, and I like I stopped doing it for a little bit, and then I came back to it, and it was. Still... I think we're beginning to see how a basement takes this long to fix. You can't be having stuff when you sit down to do work. You can't be having things not matching. It'll just no, wear no. you out. Mm-hmm. But you know, you gotta you gotta remember. Just they, the same way they say, like if you start training for a marathon and yeah. you've never run before. Yeah. You're lapping everybody who's on the couch, okay? That's true. Now, that crown molding is more <laughs> done than crown molding that no one is trying to do. Yeah. That's just sitting at Menards, you know, just waiting for somebody to take it home. So I'm just saying. Just waiting for me to pick the wrong size and bring it home <laughs> and mess it up for a while. And the, the other crown molding is like, no! This doesn't fit us. I'll tell you a quick story about scott and buying home supplies one time when we decided to take an impromptu break at work we decided to go to lowe's together just because we decided that was going to happen in the middle of the work day and um scott will has this app on his phone and he does these crazy mathematical theorems about exactly how to use all of the board to get it cut in these crazy crazy (laughs) crazy ways and then he hands it to the poor man at lowe's and he's like Calculate this, and the guy's like, I just know. Yeah, the poor man at Lowe's messed it up too, so I had to go back and buy he a new not, board. He cannot handle those kind of calculations. That's to go, way to, too much. I had to go back and buy a new board. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, so next time we have a basement update, what's going to happen? I'm going to try to get the crown molding done. Okay, still, I, crown molding part two, like Shakoti part two. So <laughs> I. All's I all's I have left to to move to the basement, like to get everything done. Uh, the electrical work and everything else, I'm pretty much done with. I got to put in lights and stuff like that, but I'm not worried about that because I have other th- things to actually like put carpet down and move the kids stuff down there. I have to do crown molding and painting. I see. Okay. All right. So your son, who is seven, five, five, five. <laughs> He can do. Get he, it right, Zora, he can do, my, my daughter. Seven. He can do. He can do the math for for, for yes. the cuts. Yeah. Zora is clearly old enough to handle the saw, and so you can work <laughs> on painting. No, she she's been she's been really good at painting. Actually, she was she okay, did a good. really good job. Good. Um, with the because I had her do some of the trim and stuff. We posted we posted a picture. Yeah, it was looking good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do, has there been any enough? Have you done enough work that the picture would look different if we posted a new picture? I took a couple new pictures of the other stuff coming down the stairs. Okay, okay. so we'll have an update picture. Okay, so next time we come uh, back, crown molding part two. Very exciting. Okay. This has been Basement Update. Good, 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 good. Basement Update, Basement Update, Basement Update. Come on, Granger. Please leave me alone, Orko. I'm tired. So, someone who never measures twice and cuts once. (laughs)
is Orko. <laughs> yeah, he, Orko and Cringer start our story by just being up to some fool, fooling around in the courtyard. I think Orko wants Cringer to jump through a hoop and Cringer's being lazy. And then Prince Adam walks up and is like, what are you doing? That kind of thing. And then, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know how it goes. Don't worry about it. It's whatever you're picturing. That's what they were doing. <laughs> palace stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, doesn't matter what they were doing. And then uh, Sorceress uh, telephones into uh, Prince Adam's head. <laughs> he says, He Man and Battle Cat are wanted. Yeah, he doesn't get uh, a, a falcon visit. She was too lazy to fly. She goes that direct day. into his brain. Yeah, she, she was really tired that day. I didn't know that Sorceress could request her own team. I thought she could just put in a request that she needs aid and then they'll decide how to do it. But she specifically says, he man and Battle Cat for this one. That's that's who she wants to talk to. She don't want to talk to anybody else. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I guess He Man could just bring whoever he wants. I know, but she specifically said, I thought it was funny. But she definitely did not but, need Battle Cat. Like, yeah, Battle Cat <laughs> needs to hear this. I, his insights will be valuable on yeah. this mission. <laughs> There's one person who needs to hear this is Battle Cat. Maybe she's wanted to see him. Probably <laughs> Maybe so. so. Yeah. It's very strange, it's very weird. Yeah, he's pretty dashing. <laughs> his voice and his helmet. <laughs> I've received some disturbing news from the fortress in the sands. I'd like you to look into it. What sort of news? So, uh, the problem, as explained to He-Man and Battle Cat when they get there, is that there's an, a pyramid that appears and then disappears in the desert. And then, of course, it's because the obvious explanation is it's an, an ancient, ancient evil. Mm-hmm. Behind <laughs> so why else would it be there yeah. and then not be there? Don't go over there, kids. That's an ancient evil. <laughs> it looks fun. And of course... <laughs> it looks like a slide. <laughs> you know, see, and, and see, what I would be thinking here is like, you know, assemble your crack team. We're going to need Duncan on this. Yeah. Like, he's he's got, he's got echo locators for rocks. He's got rock softeners. Yeah. He's got all kinds of rock technology and blasters and zappers. But no, He-Man's like, well... Men-at-Arms and Tila are out capturing some space pirates, actual quote. Well, it sounded like a show I want to see. I know! And even if they were just the stars, like a father and daughter warrior team who were taking on space pirates, that sounds awesome. It does sound awesome. That's the episode we, we could have watched, but instead we get Shapoopy. But, um... Shadooty. <laughs> I really like this episode. No, um... <laughs> So he, just, I just love that there was just such a, a literal explanation for why they couldn't be there. So he's like, I want to take my B team, which is Orko and Ram Man, <laughs> and wounds uh. collectively. Like, oh. Well, I like. I also like how clearly this is a major mission for them. It's not like the uh, everyday sort of problems they have. It's like an ancient evil two part episode. So the sorceress is like ancient. Yes, I'm. Yes, that'll do. I'm sure that will go fine. <laughs> yes, I'm only slightly concerned. Ram it. No one else is available. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps Stratos. I'm sure I could get him. I'm sure we could contact him. Mossman? No. <laughs> no. Nobody. Cyclone? Cyclone? No. <laughs> Anyone? So King this, Randor. King Randor. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps some palace time. guards. <laughs> it's time you stepped up. So right. a nice man from the village. <laughs> what was that kid's name? That was like a training to be a training to be a palace guard. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's that boy. Any boy. Yes. I can take Ram Man and Orko. Then do so. And good luck to you all. <laughs> Yeah, so this crack team sets off for the desert. <laughs> as soon as as soon as they leave in the door shut, she's like, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a fortress there that is, I guess, maintained by Palace Eternia. I it's called the Fortress in the Sands. Was it a playset? I don't think That's so, but it it's pretty to. cool. That would be great in a sandbox. So they've got a fortress. They've got their own livery and stuff. It's cool. Laser fire. Uh, it's the fortress. It's under attack. And it's being attacked by Trapjaw and a mushroom-colored metal dude who we are now to learn is called Mask. 
I was calling him Shakoti for half the episode in my notes till <laughs> no, somebody no, said he, his name was Mask. Not realizing that it was it's like, not oh, Shakoti's pretty All cool. Right. I just want to say, did they cheap out and just use he just use uh, what's his name's voice and put like an effect on it? Well, it sounds exactly. I, I don't know like who you're talking about, but yes, Mask. <laughs> mask sounds exactly like. Uh, Duncan? Duncan, yeah. He sounds I'm exactly sure. like Duncan. I'm certain. Probably. Yeah. I'm certain. You're sure these machines of yours will destroy the fortress? It's like, it's like that Duncan's not in the episode because we didn't want to confuse people because we we're going to do a real crappy effect on this voice. So it's basically, true. yeah, Rebecca said he's like mushroom color. That's a good way to put it. I thought he looked kind of like super shredder if he was like also on the box of chocolate cereal like he sort of had like chocolate cereal color tones and um he was also yes. wearing garters yeah in the, in the chest harness yeah so he also what looks like i he can't came make from... fun of him that much because i liked him but yeah oh, oh he was I great he was great but he did look like he had stumbled off of a midnight showing of the rocky horror picture show <laughs> like Oh, <laughs> um, but uh, we could also just pretend that Duncan is actually masked and he's just doing this for his own amusement. Yeah, well, that's that 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 that's, that, that's what I was thinking about. Like, it's just him, and he was gonna reveal himself and be like, "I was just joking with you guys. I do this once a year. I'm noble otherwise." Yes, he just does it. It's to... like the purge. <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to test uh, Prince Adam, just knowing that he'll fail. <laughs> no, or, or Randor said, I need Prince Adam to leave the palace for one day, just once this year. <laughs> Give him an adventure, occupy him, get Malacca and his little apprentice, they'll help you out. Just far away. I'm trying to have a romantic day with my wife. Prince Adam will leave us alone. What you doing? <laughs> By the ancients. So I, I just want to know with with trap jaw and everything. I thought he was under Skeletor, and like, is he just open for hire? I guess so. Sometimes you see these guys going freelance. Yeah, like, like, uh, yeah. Their I, taxes must be a nightmare. Yeah, I feel like this is off contract. Trap jaw is you know, taking ten ninety nines from everybody in, <laughs> in town who's evil. I, I, I guess at one point I just wanted Mass to acknowledge that Skeletor was his boss. And like, but then he was like, he's like the director. Mask is the director and Trapdoor is just a manager or like a underling. You know what? I'm glad you pointed that out because uh, <laughs> after after they uh, Mask and Trapjaw assault the fortress with their uh, scorpion tanks, they retreat to their top secret hideout. Yeah. And um, there is a real like corporate management vibe where mask is just riding yeah, trap jaw yeah, like yeah. nobody's business and he's like what are you working on how long will it take to get done why didn't it work what's going to be different next time and i trap need some timelines like, here yeah are you logging your time and trap jaw and trap jaw and you better tra- loop back around with me <laughs> right your machines have failed when will your machines be ready to attack the fortress again? Let's check in at the end of the day. <laughs> That's further proof that it's just Duncan. He's just micromanaging <laughs> right. everybody. Right. That's yeah. so that's so funny. Yeah. Uh and then Trapjaw, I think it's funny because it sounds like he got real personal. His answer to all these questions is Who's your mistress? Because <laughs> <Did> you, <laughs> yeah. uh, Oh, he he says he wants Chipoopy. to awaken a sleeping beast. Yes. And he's like, that's my ex-wife. Or, you know, he didn't say that, but I guess it was. I don't know. So, yeah, so we're starting to get some nouns clear here. So Mask wants to do some sort of rites to uh, awaken the witch Shakoti from this mysterious temple we're pretty much going to figure out. And, uh, and Trapjaw's uh, doing the exposition for us. So anyway, uh, Trapjaw gives him assurance that nobody's going to find this hideout, but He-Man and them found some device off the tanks. They found out exactly where it is, and they crashed the place. Yeah. And Rayman... They follow the GPS. <laughs> Rayman breaks the fourth wall as well, which I... Which I <laughs> we, we discussed in our last episode how I just can't stand that. And at some point here, near at this point, Rayman does turn to the camera and says something... Very random. man. Chapoopy. Oh. What was something That's, like what that? That's what he said. That's what he said. Who is the Chapoopy? If there is going to be somebody who is going to look at the camera when they're not supposed to, is probably <laughs> Ram Man. Well, you didn't give me much to go on. 
I think I've come up with something that might explain this disappearing pyramid. So, uh, we're meeting up with Molexa, the royal archaeologist again. We've seen him in another episode. It's nice to see him back. And this time he's accompanied by an annoying child. No, I, 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 he was in another episode too. Then yeah, child. Was a child. it's his was, apprentice. Oh yeah, didn't he mess up a boat somehow? Like there was uh, some they, kind of ship, and the, the kid did something stupid. And no, that was the ship. That was the boat captain's son. <laughs> there were so many annoying children in the series. <laughs> no, there's there's another one that I saw. I don't know if it was a lightning round or not, but he was. They were uh, in a dig, and Duncan went there to save them. Like they got in trouble because these giant beasts were trying to attack them. That sounds like he was also annoying. <laughs> that he sounds was also, like He-Man. <laughs> yeah, he was also annoying in that episode. So the little little kid's name is Stanlin. He is a terrible child who says hooray. Well, I thought we might finally be going on an expedition. Is it true? It is. Hooray! He it says hooray a lot. He's a real kind of he's a real Johnny Questy. He wants to go on a dig and he's wearing go-go boots. And he is ripped. Like he he has got little kid muscles. So everybody in Eternia is genetically predisposed to be. Super muscular. Yes. Uh, and we start to get little hints that, what's his name, Malaktha? Malaktha, yeah. They just, uh, they just eat radon, radon management. That's, <laughs> that's what they, they, they don't go over ever. Malaktha is, his patience is very thin with Stanlin. And we get a hint <laughs> that their entire life is like this. And Stanlin won't shut up about how he wants to go on this dig. And Malaktha's like, you need to go outside. And, and then he's, <laughs> and Stanlin leaves and he's like, this kid, he's like, He's like getting on my nerves. <laughs> he says he's a good he's a good boy, but I don't. He's not very. He convincing. doesn't have to obey. Yeah, he's a good boy. He just does not obey. Off with you now. We have a lot to do tomorrow. Yes, sir. What's our first stop? So they decide that they need a guide. Yeah, they're going to go on a dig to find this temple. That that was also a, a thing. And they and they, and they decide to accept this very trustworthy fellow. Okay, yeah. So they go to this <laughs> village to to hire a guy and guide and mask hears about this plan. He's spying on them and he's like, "Okay, cool. I'll be their their guide." And he transforms into a guide with very poor words to recommend himself. And he goes, "I would be a good guide." He glares as barely able to contain his evil with his face cloth. <laughs> yes, like, he does. He just, he's like, guys, something's off about this guy. Like, you think really? Malakla would be like, perhaps we'll talk to two people <laughs> yeah. and choose the best one. But they said there was nobody else in town. It's like, well, I guess it's this guy. It's like, <laughs> or you could go without a guide, maybe. Maybe instead of the evil guy, the clearly evil guy. <laughs> No, definitely not happening. I am new here, but I'm a good guide. We don't have much choice. It's up to you. So, uh, uh, Mask, the guide, uh, tampers with their Wind Raider. Right? Yeah, and then he's and then he's also, they keep cutting to him, coordinating some plans with the Reptile Men Army, and they're, they're fun to visit. We don't know a lot about them, but that's his troops. Um... And then uh, pretty soon, uh, Mask is right up at the temple trying to start his, like, occult rites to uh, summon his mistress, Shikoti, right? Uh, yeah, that happens pretty quickly. Yeah. There's a pretty rapid um, confrontation there. Yeah, and he makes He-Man fight a sand demon. And in the uh, scrum, Orko pulls off Mask's mask. And uh, it looks like it's uh, doing some power stuff to him. And He-Man decides to break the mask with his sword at which point mask devolves into smoke yeah i'm surprised it didn't it didn't kill orko uh it, i mean it shocked him pretty bad it incapacitated he pa- yeah, him passes pa- made him pass out which and, is kind of and they have to it's say kind of a little he's disturbing re- for recuperating kids. Yeah, yeah they, they have to make a point to say he's recuperating at the castle you know, and of that's course, true. yeah when they ripped off this mask he was just a hood and had no face and it was like oh that was a little creepy that was it yeah. was cool and he, they said he's something like he was just a shadow of evil or something, but he was sentient. <laughs> and alas, it wasn't Duncan after all. <laughs> that was just a skin suit, right? Beast Mask did us the favor of uncovering the tomb, and with him gone, it should be safe to explore. Well, I hope you're right, Malika. Yeah, and that's the end of part one. Um, and then they just have this little to-be-continued graphic with uh, the ominous floating head of Shakoti, who we haven't even seen yet. Yeah, mystery lady head. 
and we'll, we'll uh, hit both the morals at the end, maybe. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, I don't... you want to talk about the moral here? Let's talk about the moral real okay, quick. So, know, part one's moral. His Raymond has to come on screen mm. and tell, don't, to get, not to bang stuff with your head. Don't hit your head. Because it, it needed to be said, I guess. And oh, he, it, I mean, it was, it, it's, it, it's, I think it's done with all cartoons at some point. You know, especially with, like, Ninja Turtles after season three, they stopped using their weapons. Yeah. Because kids would beat each other up with Recess got a little rough. For yeah. a while, Recess was pretty rough. Yeah. And then, yeah, a lot of people complained or something. They wrote letters back then. <laughs> right. <laughs> they sure did, those losers. Making phone calls. My kid got beat up with nunchucks. Don't you miss the days where your parents would have had to write an angry letter to someone? Like, now they just tweet at the Ninja Turtles and be like, why are you retweeting me, Ninja Turtles? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like it sort of screamed. You're too the, violent. The, you got the best complaints. The best complaints require premeditation. Like, you need a lot yeah, of you thought. Yeah, you got to put a lot of heart and soul into your complaints. You, yeah. can't just, you can't just, like, lay it all out there. Fix this, Turtles! Or they can say... <clears throat> Do better, which is like my mm. least favorite thing that people just say as a meaningless phrase now. It's the, it is what it is of, mm-hmm. of, of this year. Back yeah. in our day, you could just yell at the network and, or yeah. yell at the FCC, and then then Donatello doesn't get a bow anymore. Yeah, they just use grappling <laughs> hooks for the rest of their lives. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess it needed to be said. Don't hit your head, children. He actually says it's dumb. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, and it's not without cost to him either. That's what's very concerning. Like, well, we're we're worried about you, Ray. Well, yeah. Well, he, they he he should make a point of saying he has a special helmet or something. Or <laughs> yeah, like, he just to, said, "Don't do what his... I do." Yeah, he should have said. Well, he's, he did say. I think he he did say, "I don't do what I do." He should have said, "I'm morphologically strange. I have no sh- no neck. That go my head goes into my shoulders, and my legs are made of springs. They Plus, are made I got of this I'm not actually human. <laughs> yeah, I'm." Did you I'm see head when, slammer and when, when race. Was, uh, my spine is fused into one compact thing. Only I can do it because of my strange skeleton. <laughs> I've got a head like a diply old flat. Like, what was that dinosaur? It has like a huge, oh, yeah. huge like front skull that can like ram, yeah, can bust through walls and stuff. You don't want to see what's under here. Plus, my brain is very tiny and runs no risk of being traumatized. It's surrounded by gelatinous fat. It's like an it's like the egg drop. <laughs> it can never be harmed. It's dumb. I mean, you could get hurt badly. So listen to Rami. Play safely, and when you use your head, use it the way it was meant to be used to think. <laughs> Until later. So long. <laughs> also, well, I guess it's, it's after the break, but at one point he passes out from ramming. Oh yeah, so we'll yes. get to that. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. We see the You're we see the cost break. of ramming. <laughs> so, so we leave this episode with the sleeping beast still in the tomb, and the te- team is still intending to explore the ruin. Right. So that's that's where we are at the end of of, of that one. Now we are in uh, House of Shakoti Part Two. They are at the pyramid. So the first thing they start looking at are the new stones that are, are juxtaposed to the old stones of the temple. And Malakva has uh, Stanlin look at this, and uh, they explain that somebody was trying to seal in uh, whatever was in that temple. Yeah, the, the stones; those stones are a thousand years younger than the rest of the stones. And I'm like, look, Malakva is a really good boss, mm-hmm. and this kid is a real turd, and he needs to like do better. I at, like Malakva. I like him too. He's cool. I want to go work for him. Yeah, I would do what he said. So this, I, look, when, I, when he will know when I'm ready for ancient evils, like you know, I will have proved my maturity to him. Anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, this is the first time they start talking about Shakoti. Yeah, finally. Now, usually I don't talk about this because it's, it's dumb, whatever the awful uh, captions say. But, you know, I'm watching it on YouTube, so the captions come up. And I have to say, every time when they said Shakoti, they kept the captions kept thinking it said Jacuzzi. And so, <laughs> so Ram Man would go, Jacuzzi! Jacuzzi! Yeah. So they have a oh, well, running... that was also the running joke, yeah. is that, that Ram Man would get the name wrong every time. Yes, which was really cute. I actually enjoyed that running gag a Chipoopy. lot. Yeah, he had some that were pretty funny. I was surprised they did. Like you, you were saying, like he says "shapoopy" 
at one point. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Now, Will, don't be insulted if the answer is yes, but I'm going to ask. Uh -huh. You know that's a Music Man reference, right? I'm asking Will. That. He doesn't know the musicals. I, I mean, I know of it and I know about the patter in it but I don't but know yeah that's that. a that's a song okay. Buddy Hackett sings it and it's one of those songs that is innocent uh, in its proper in its historical context but then is probably very inappropriate when you uh, examine it a little more closely if you uh, if you actually watch Family Guy uh, they do a, he does the musical number I don't you don't I know you don't it's fine and I don't really either but I've seen that episode mm -hmm. And so, it's, it's pretty funny. So, Music Man, that's what Shapoopy was from. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's some more Music Man trivia for everyone, but also especially for Will, but also for everyone. Did you know, because I know people who listen to this podcast love Star Trek and therefore love our man Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. That was everybody cheering. Did you know that Jeffrey Combs was once in a production of The Music Man with Robin Williams years ago? That sounds incredible. I know. I would watch Jeffrey Combs in everything. I know. Which who's Jeffrey Combs? He was the guy from Reanimator. He No, uh, what was he in the in Star Trek? Oh, he was he was a oh, lot of people. He was lots of people. He was um the main guy he was was Wei Yoon, the Vorka on, on from Space Deep Space Nine. Nine. He was like the uh, ambassador for the founders. He was the creepy guy who not Deep Space Nine. Any other any other one but yes. Deep Space Nine. <laughs> well, well, and Deep Space Nine. He was he was also uh, the the Frank Liquidator Brunt, and um, he was also Shran from Enterprise, the Andorian. It um, uh, sounds really familiar. I'm trying to picture it now. Um, I watched I watched the crap out of Next Generation, so he might have been somebody in Next Gen. Too. He I can't he remember. was only briefly on Next Gen. Actually, I think the story went that he read for Riker, and they really really liked him, but like you know didn't give him that part. But they just liked him so much that they got in touch with him for Deep Space Nine. They just wanted him around. I they, feel he was he was like a holiday guest or something uh -huh. like that. I know entirely they too use much. Him, they use him a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they, they he does stuff on the Star Trek online game too. He's he's good. He's also the a voice of the question on the uh, Justice League cartoon. He's done a lot of stuff. So. Who is it? What? Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> Learn it. Everybody at home listening is like, God Scott, I can't believe you like <sighs> like he's our, our Lord and Emperor Jeffrey Combs. You gotta know who he is. No, but uh yeah. Apparently a singer and dancer as well. And I'd like to see it. Yeah. I just I, I would like to see him dancing now. Oh, I know that dude. And singing. <laughs> yeah. You do know that you do I know, know that, that dude. dude. You know that dude. <sighs> that is exactly the kind of observation I've come to expect from you. But anyway, Shapoopy. Let's <laughs> say all that to say Shapoopy. <laughs> it was a good running gag. And we learned that Shakoti is a wicked sorceress from the dark side of Eternia. Yeah, yes yeah, she is. And, uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's just your thing. You're like, yeah, she is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so Stanley is throwing a fit because he's not allowed inside the pyramid because it contains ancient evil and he is a child, but he has a little fit about that. There was a very tense argument. I'm, t I'm telling you, you could just see the history with him and, and uh, Ma what's his name? Malakath? Malakatha. Malakatha. <laughs> you can just see there's so much. Malakath was uh, uh, he's in the Elder Scrolls. Oh, he's, he, he was the uh, orc Daedra. That's Malekath. right. That's right. Uh, so yeah, so Stanley wants to explore, and he's like, it's always next time. And uh, and and then what is uh, Malakatha? Malakatha. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he tells him he has to go to bed. It's like bedtime. And so then they do this hilarious panning shot that they cut to over everybody sleeping in the tent. And it gets to Stanley, and he is wide awake glowering in the moonlight. <laughs> and they've got this voiceover of his thoughts going, it's, it's not, not fair. fair. And he yeah. was so funny. You know, I, was, I was feeling a little sad for him because, like, he wants to learn, of course. But then he threw his little tantrum in, and I was like, oh, no, screw that kid. He's, mm -hmm. he's the worst. 
And uh, so he just decides to impulsively go in the pyramid alone at night, <laughs> and poor Ram Man is on night watch. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, nobody else there is in superhero form. It's still Prince Adam, and so he's like, Ram Man, will you just stand guard or, or, or by the evil ancient evil? Yeah. And Ram Man has had multiple concussions and cannot think straight about this kid asking him to do this. Yeah, the kid's really taking advantage of Ram Man. He's like, Come on, Ram, just please, I gotta get inside. He's like, Okay, maybe just a little bit and then he boings and tries to break down the wall and then like passes out which is so sad it was sad and also the whole time shakoti's uh like a ghostly head is cackling um and her head looked to me like the mascot for like a regional roller coaster you know what i mean like like a, a devil's head or something it looked very like fairgrounds devilish to me it was really funny yeah that's that's a good look <laughs> Um, and so she, uh, with Ram Man out of the way, I guess he was holding her at bay somehow. She uh, pulls Stanlin through the solid door uh, with her uh, one of the little tentacle, tentacle flying. Yeah, yeah, like some little shadowy things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he Man is alerted somehow. I don't, details don't matter. He's alerted somehow, and he turns. I mean. Prince Adam turns into He-Man and goes after him. <laughs> what? No, it was uh, Cringer, wasn't it? Because Cringer wakes up. Oh, Cringer saw. And then, yeah, he was he was supposed to be watching. And uh, this place, once you get inside, is very labyrinthine, and there are creatures, and it looks like a video game where you go up platforms and, like, break a bunch of bases, like Diablo 3. Yeah, like, it does look like that. You just go in there, and you're like... Yeah, you find some loot. Yeah, you find some loot, sort around a little bit. Stanley's following Shakoti's voice. At one point, he encounters like a were rat, which looks incredible, is horrifying. It looks like one of those old, like, awful Ghostbuster ghosts from the cartoon. Uh, he meets up with Shakoti, who really wants to show Stanley the monster in her basement. What <laughs> mm -hmm. you do? Well, we should talk about what she looks like at this point. <laughs> okay. All There's right. candy down there. <laughs> and we all float. <laughs> um, so the top comment on the YouTube uh, episode, because I watched this on YouTube, and apologies if anyone listening is the one who left this comment, but... Did you watch the double episode? It was in one episode? It was... I watched them in two different ones. Oh, so, okay. So this was like, yeah, like part two of the of the of them broken up and not in the double episode, because the top, the top comment of this one was... Filmation drew the female form better than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she, yeah, yes. Yeah, like, I get it. But then also, like, uh, was it, was it by a female? The, 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 the avatar did look, no, look like okay. a dude. And you know what? It's fine. But I just feel like I need some hands. Yeah, she was, she was, she was a, she was a, a foxy Scooby-Doo monster. She was. She has like the, like the red lips and vampire fangs. And like, she, yeah, she's got a beehive and she, she says, you are my first guest in a long while. So like since the sixties, <laughs> <laughs> that's where she is. She's buxom. She's got a very old fashioned bra on mm -hmm. also with like, <laughs> Panels like the ones from the 50s that are like pointy and like boots and a swimsuit and a cape. It's yeah. just overall a great look. And like a horned crown type thing. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a headband. Yeah, it's like a little headpiece. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, her, not, it's, not, it's not quite a helmet. Her, her belt buckle has a little skull on it. Oh, that's a nice touch. It was a very nice, nice touch. It was a great. Oh, she was also green. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was important. It's really good. And she's got it's these good. cute little vampire fangs, too. The fangs were great. Yeah. Yeah, Shikoti, Shikoti was just, she was on point. Yeah, not too much. Real real classic, basic, sort of like superhero bad guy kind of costume. Yeah, she wasn't too over the top. Yeah, she was She was quite adorable, actually. I really, I really enjoyed the whole look. So she takes Stanlin to show him <laughs> her basement monster, and you see like a little, uh, is the eyeball or a tentacle kind of surface. So you sort of see a hint of the awful thing that's, that's in this pool down there. Oh yeah. And she says that there's going to be a living darkness that will cover the world and Shakoti will be the mistress of it. <laughs> <laughs> she got plans. So he, uh, Stanley tries to sort of leave, but she has these little tentacle horrors that, uh, uh, keep Tanlin, Tanlin, Stanlin from fleeing. And uh, so our heroes are chasing after 
And um, oh, and she spies on them through a skull, and then Stanley <laughs> sees it in the skull. He gets so annoying. He says, "It's Heyman and Battlecat!" Yay! Oh, he's so he's, excited! Like I swear, I heard <laughs> so the excited. sound clip on it. Like it was so loud. It was like Stanley, Jesus! It's Ramen and Heyman and Battlecat! Yay! They must be coming to rescue me! <laughs> it's like you picked quite You're a like, We only have one turn at this guy. <laughs> too much you can see how Malakta's patience has been tested and are you, are you are you sure there were no other apprentices at the academy <laughs> yeah was luck, he the most promising luckily he did not have to go into this part of the journey he's just like i don't even care just let him die in the pyramid like they just <laughs> <laughs> I, i'll get another one i'm sure there are other it's like well he gave his soul uh, bravely yeah bravely. noble noble sacrifice noble sacrifice <laughs> uh we'll send an expedition to find him later like we will cart out his bones like no molesty he's still alive couldn't like, be recovered cart car out his bones cart <laughs> out his bones uh honorable burial <laughs> he went home <laughs> all right so now now we have to talk about the the part where they all climb into her mouth yeah she <laughs> makes a portal for them and it's just like a big open like mouth and it goes like Whoa. it was very it was very 80s it's like a ghostly red lips and it and it, it was, was like, like it was like the cover of uh yeah the bracket horror picture show <laughs> yeah it was very much like that yeah, you're right yeah. yeah that is what it was like and so they walk in there to get them teleported some other place in the temple yeah, and then somehow uh, all of our heroes get bound to platforms with vines. So <laughs> it happened very quickly. Uh, all because they were looking for Stanlin. So Stanlin uh, sneaks by while all this is happening, grabs He-Man's sword, and he's like sits on like a stone somewhere. He's like, "Golly, what do I do?" And the sorceress uh, uh, checks in on him because you know she remembered who He-Man chose to go with him, and, uh, and she's like, "Um, li- little boy, what's happening?" And he's and he's like, uh, "Like I done I done a bad I done a bad thing. It's going bad." And she's and she was like, "Well, the secret to He-Man's sword is not to fear anything." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it, I got it." And so. Uh, uh, he holds up the sword because he's dumb and brave, and it shoots a laser beam at the uh, plinth that's holding He-Man and Ram-Man, and He-Man breaks free, and now they're able to fight the beast. Yes, because now the beast is rising, and he's gross and green and toothy. They spent a lot yeah. of work on that beast. Yeah. It was, this is all new, all new things in this episode. Yeah, yeah you're right. They had dropped the, the, the scale and detail of that all, beast was all, great. All, yeah, it was good. He was big and green and had, like, one eye and lots of tentacles. And they the scale of it was great. He was just so they much got a, they, they 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 got a new ambitious artist in into the into the studio, and he's like, oh yeah, I can do all that stuff. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, sixty hours later, and he's like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Calm down, son. You don't have to try that hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can make all the beasts. Just what you know. Whatever you draw. We're going to put it in everything. <laughs> yeah, draw us some more stuff. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Ram Man hustles uh, uh, Stanlin out. And uh, I guess Battle Cat goes with him too, leaving He Man to fight the monster, which he defeats by leg pressing an enormous <laughs> statue of Shakoti onto the monster. Like, he gets it a little cranny and does, like, is like, you know, this is He-Man and Muscle Man logic. Like, I'm strong with all my muscles, but my leg press is out of sight. <laughs> and then there it goes. And then they just cut to being outside the, the pyramid, and they don't even talk about how they seal her back up. We presume they do. Yeah, I feel like she sort of she sort of dis- disappeared in a puff of smoke, but that might have just been like how shadowy was like. I'm just gonna go to a different yeah, room. She could just be like, she's like, I'll just try again. <laughs> I'm going to get. I'll just wait till He Man's dead, and I'll just wait till he dies of old age and try it again. That's true. I'm ancient. Yeah, yeah. She got nothing else to do. <laughs> this look is classic. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't have a TV. She's got another whole another two three thousand years. Uh, Ray Man finally says Shakoti's name right, and they all laugh. Although, yeah. I, to me, it's not like he was saying Shigoti. I thought so, too. I, I thought he, he still didn't say it right. right. And they're yeah. like, you got it right. It's like, that was, let's tell him it was right. <laughs> yeah. He'll be proud. Close enough. Yeah, wait, don't tell me you're still scared of Shigoti. <laughs> Ram, man, you said it right. And uh, the moral was, don't go in dark places. Because uh, they're dangerous. But this was funny to me because I thought this was un- unusually stern from He-Man because he said it's not brave to go into abandoned buildings and caves. And he says, 
It's not brave. It's dumb. It's just dumb. <laughs> and like, like okay, okay, that's kind of stern, he man. I don't know what experience you're speaking from. <laughs> well, clearly you have never been into my friend's parents' old barn, <laughs> which had all kinds of mysteries in it. And he's probably, it was like, look, I just spent three days with Stanlin. I don't have time for kids right now. <laughs> it's dumb. You say I almost yeah, died I mean, in there. We, we yeah. used to go in storm sewers when we were when we were younger. Did you really? Yeah. We we went in one a little bit because really? it, it was near. How the, did you get into it? Uh, so so like the, the the way that my my friend's house backed up to a lake, like it was like a community lake or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, and there was a storm sewer that came out there, you know, and it was big enough for. I mean, I could probably walk into it now if I like bent over enough, but it was big. You know, it was pretty big. So we'd walk into that, and you could only go so far. Yeah. But by the time you got to like where it was, like it opened up a little bit, and it was like a you know a circular thing, probably about eight feet in diameter. You know, and up all the way up, and you could see you know there's a great cover on top, but like there's all these different tubes going everywhere else. Wow. And like you know what? I and then there was a bunch of graffiti because. Everybody went in there. I remember us going into one and then like coming to the same conclusion that you did, like seeing all the different tubes and just being like, yeah, I'm not going to go in any more tubes. I'm going to go back the other way. We thought about, one one of our friends did go another, another tier farther into the smaller tube. Follow me. Follow. Because it was big enough, but. Were you uh, playing Ninja Turtles or? No, we were just messing around. It scared the crap out of me. Like, I bet. Yeah, like yeah, I'm because you. Know, I mean, you knew that other people were down there, you know, and you you don't know what you were going to encounter when you were in there. <laughs> we we never went there at night. We never went there at night. Like that would be just crazy for like for me personally. I mean, but if for no other reason than spiders. Well, like so so, so well yes. So the issue was is like so. Of course, at one point, some one of our friends went and scared the crap out of us. And we start running back. And as you're running back and crouching, you lift your head up a little bit. So, like, I remember having, like, like scraping the top of my head, like, on the actual, like, storm storm sewer thing. And I'm like, oh, man, I got, like, rocks in my head. Like, you know, because you're like... <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. Wicked sorcerers. Yeah, nothing to worry about. <laughs> and... You, what, you don't even know what to say. This is what this is how children used to be raised. This is what happens when you let kids out in the summer in the well, morning. Yeah, they and, go and they go in the sewer a little bit, and then they're like, "I've had enough." Yeah, it's fine. I, I nothing ever happened or anything. It was I, I would never go down there if it was like a bad storm or anything like that. It was just like that's good. It was well, just yeah, like only stupid children would have would have done that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I was the same way that. that we played on the railroad tracks, and we knew to get off when a train was coming. It's <laughs> oh my fine. God. It's all. Fine. We feel the vibrations. We know it's coming. We can see it. Like you got to work hard to get hit by a train. Like, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> How will you know it's coming? It'll sound like a train is coming. It's that loud. <laughs> for for a long time. But anyway, He Man says don't do that. Yeah. Listen to He Man, or don't. It'll be fine. <laughs> So, ratings. It's hideous. I obviously loved it. Uh-huh. It was great. It was fun. I loved hating the child. <laughs> I loved wanted like the adults to have rules. Uh, I liked all the running gags. I liked Cringer being sassy. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of good character stuff in this one. So I'm going to go pretty high. I'm going to say 4.6. Classic red lips. Okay. Um, Out of five. Yeah, I'll say, I'll, I, I, I enjoyed it as well. I would say uh, four, 4.5 because I like I like the villains quite a bit. And I really like Malakath. 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 I just You're can't remember it. it. My brain won't remember it. I, 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 I like him quite a bit. And I love uh, annoying children's stories. It always makes me laugh. This was It was quite a good one, I thought. So if they made a He-Man movie... I think that this would have been a good plot. I mean, you could extend it out a little bit and maybe add Skeletor in there with uh, with Trap Jaw and everything so you can include him and all that. I don't know. I I, I thought it was really... I Watching the whole thing together, I, I don't know. It was. I thought it was really good. Four point... God. 
it was one of the, one of the best episodes I think yeah. together really put together. Good. It was good. Uh, so, so I have to go like four point eight or four point nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. This, this Fair was, enough. It was really good because I, I, I don't know if I can put it above little Skeletors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this this was this, this is, was good because the ma- mask in there. It was good. And then like the Shakoti and just like all 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 the all the new characters they were so bad and then the even the lizard people and that's <laughs> true it's just Stanlin? Stanlin. Stan, I'm, well yeah i mean the yeah, i mean story. you get the whiny kid in there you get battle cat in there you get i would like a shakoti uh action figure i think she'd be cool yeah it's a shame that duncan and skeletor were not in it but it's true well, and I, uh, tila too i i could see that you know, like, but at least we know they were doing something. Well, great. and this speaks yeah. highly to the episode that, like, those well, like in my the two movie, favorites. They could show them go fighting the space pirates. <laughs> that for is a true. Bit. Like the, the B story. Yeah. I mean, this, this is definitely a good episode when our favorites aren't in it and we still really, really mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when does that happen? <laughs> our show for today next time we'll review betrayal of stratos where stratos finds out who's the rudest teens at sweet valley high (laughs) if you'd like to follow along with our show you can find our episode guide at thewizardsnightshirt.com if you have questions comments or basement remodeling tips for us to discuss you can email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com please i need any help that you can give (laughs) you can also follow us on facebook Twitter, or Instagram, and subscribe to our show on iTunes. Hey, guess what? We're also on Spotify. That's awesome. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember to update your hairdo according to modern style after you're awakened from a thousand-year slumber. It'll eventually come back. Yeah. So I punched and I kicked and I lasered all night. It's 